everybody, it's Life with Soul podcast with Kate and Emma T. Not the trumpet. There was a bit of expectation in your face, now you look disappointed. Refer to the podcast about, oh we, we haven't loaded no, that one up. That was in the Life and Soul Academy, yeah. we didn't really record that then. Well, yeah, we might talk about being disappointed another day. If you're in the Academy, go and listen to that again for a bit of a crease. This podcast title is about <coughs> gossip, how it ruins lives and how we need to raise our standards. And I was going to ask Kate, it was a little sentence that I'd seen her um, talk about another time and it was the title of a blog she did and I wanted to know more about that today. Right well what happened was um, I was in a shop, a local shop and I overheard some gossip which wasn't true and it was actually, it wasn't especially mean but I know that the person that it was about is intensely private and it would have really, really wounded them if they had heard that. And the person that was spreading the gossip is a, a, a person who is a bit gossipy. And I decided that um, I would leave the shop because I wasn't very comfortable. So, yeah, it's 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 a horrible thing, really. And it can really, really harm people. And it's something that you have the option to engage in or not. And when people start to gossip, I think you've got that option in that little breathing space moment where you think, do I want to engage in this or do I not? And sometimes, especially if you're a bit of a people pleaser or a sensitive person, you feel like you want to engage in it because you don't want to offend the person who's gossiping. But actually, you're just adding to that energy and to the drama and making it all right. And it's not okay. So it's harmful. And it's interesting because you've talked about how it's harmful to the other person. Spiritually for us, I'm a little bit interested in religion and things and spirituality and how we can... Um, learn from some things like the bible for example and some of the teachings in there and how we can make it relevant now modern lives now if anyone out there has done any work on an anonymous program which is a spiritual program um which references different ways of working through different types of addictions gossip is very toxic to the person themselves that is saying it Ah. It's removing yourself from spirit, i.e. getting further from God or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. And it's classed as being a behaviour that would be detrimental to you and therefore also your recovery from something like addiction. And bear in mind, an anonymous programme is a spiritual programme of life. So they believe in that sense that gossip is spiritually very bad for you. It's, mm -hmm. it's poisoning yourself when you do it. Right, that's interesting, isn't it? So, yeah, I can see that because gossip generally is about pulling people down and about being judgmental and being harmful. Of course it is. So it's not just about talking about other people because you can talk about other people in a way that's compassionate, a way that's understanding. You can deliver information without being toxic or harmful and you can do so consciously, but gossip has all has got the the aspect of judgment in it Massive. and pulling other people down. And I also think there's a subtext there of I am better than this person that I'm talking about. And I hate that. And I think it's really egotistical. 
and it's just not true at all. Oftentimes, gossip is more dangerous because it's not fact-based, because gossip in the nature of it, it's passed through X yeah. amount of other people. Chinese mm-hmm. whispers gets diluted, added to things become very, very uh, different from the actual facts. And I think the thing with gossip is if you wouldn't say it to somebody's face or you wouldn't discuss it in that way that was fact-based or offering help or being a listening ear and it feels whispery and it feels pass it around kind of vibe to it, ooh, have you heard of it? It feels like news, that's mm. gossip. Yeah, I agree. And I think the other thing is as well that if someone is that kind of person... You've got to think, why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's about attention. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, I am the, come to me for all the news. It's a power thing, it's isn't it? It's like, you'll never guess what I heard about so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And if that person is like the go-to person to find out the news, the gossip, the scoop, spill the tea, whatever you want to call it, then that person is getting some kind of oxygen from that some kind of um it's drama basically and they are getting fed from that process that other people are going to them to see what they know and i would imagine other people would react differently to them knowing that they are chief gossiper so what do you mean like for example if oh you want to keep him with so-and-so do you mean yeah i would act differently around a person if i knew they were the head gossip i might be in kite and inclined to kiss but I might be inclined to keep on their good side I might not trust them with things I might tell them very little mm-hmm. so I would imagine a lot of people would behave and act very differently mm-hmm. knowing that someone is the head gossiper yeah because the it's kind of when people gossip they're kind of taking you to one side like you're a bit special and saying right don't tell anyone this but mm. it's like I'm placing this trust in you this secret so maybe we need to look within ourselves and think, are we getting a payoff for that? Mm-hmm. Are we feeling like we are, you know, kind of entering that circle of trust when we're given that information? I mean, <clears throat> I can't think of anything specific, but I will know, I will know that I've been in a gossiping situation before and I've either listened to or taken part in gossip. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the last sort of 18 months when I've seen it as being... Um, not helpful, not productive, dangerous for somebody else and not a nice feeling for me either mm-hmm. that I've started to check myself because occasionally I will slip into, e, did you hear? And mm-hmm. then think, no, I can't do that because it's not mine to give away. But it's kind of checking out with who you are once you start living in integrity and you start being authentic. It's kind of disconnecting you from that path, isn't it? And it feels uncomfortable. It feels wrong to do. Do you not think there are certain people who it would be really hard to not gossip about? What do you mean? Like, remembering that gossip is the intention of what you're talking about. So Mm -hmm. we can talk about, we regularly talk about people, Emma. Mm -hmm. But we have a conscious filter in place most of the time. Mm -hmm. We would never say... Look at the state of her. What a mess she is. She's mm. had a wardrobe malfunction today. We wouldn't say that. Or if we, mm-hmm. we might say, oh, she's struggling a bit. It's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to quantify. <clears throat> Should we actually look up a definition of gossip? Yeah, I think it's... I, th- I think it's about intention and it's about drama and it's about... Um, it's about the it's about conscious or unconscious discussion for me and it's about judgment... 
and it's about the person who is the gossiper seeking significance from being the delivery person. Here we go. <clears throat> Gossip. Come, I'm, I'm sort of facing away. Casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically <clears throat> involving details that are not confirmed as being true. That's what we said before, isn't it? Yeah, really? so... And that's probably what makes it so harmful as well. I think because well, then because it's delivered as if it is the truth. Yeah. See, it is delivered as if it is the truth, and especially if it's going to be delivered to someone with some factual detail, people might fill in the blanks. They might think, "Oh yeah, well I've seen them drive erratically before." Or yeah, well I can remember a time when ten pounds went missing from the till mm. at work, and they were there. So people might fill in the blanks a bit. How do you think it feels to be the person who knows you are gossiped about? Um, what do you mean? Or do you Sorry. think they never... Say, for example, um, you were the person who was being gossiped about if you found out people had been talking about you or... I know how it feels. It's happened to me before. Um, I've unfortunately been the victim of a really, really um, harmful smear campaign due to a very toxic person um, in my past and it's awful because part of what happened to me was I was labelled as being somebody quite unhinged and toxic and um, not, a, not a nice person who didn't have their shit together, somebody who was a controller and someone who was just basically a, a horrible person and this, this person who was gossiping about me did such a great job um, when they were conducting this gossip and smear campaign, there was absolutely no way for me to come back from it because if ever I tried to defend myself, it would have just been perceived as more evidence. Mm. See, I told you she was crazy. So in terms of feelings and what that did to you inside... Oh, it's terrible. <clears throat> well, you feel totally helpless because you can't defend yourself. You want to defend yourself. You're furious. You want the truth to come out. It feels unfair, you feel attacked, you feel like you want to hide and you don't want to see people because you feel ashamed, even though it's not true. There's nowhere to go with it. It's really, really toxic, massively affected my self-worth. Um, and in terms of my self-worth, that's for, to give you practical examples, that stopped me showing up on Facebook for a long time. Um, I used to do card of the day every day and I couldn't do it. I was really just not good for showing up um i was frightened and anxious about what people would think of me i didn't want to go to certain places where i might see people who'd received this unfair and untrue message about me and there was actually an incident um in a shop where we were walking along a high street i won't say where we were but it was a high street in a town that i knew where there had been a lot of this broadcasting and I was really worried about going into a coffee oh, shop. Yeah. And um, Emma said, no, don't be silly. Come on, we'll, we'll go in. And we went in and we sat down and we had a coffee. And that was really hard for me because I knew that the people in that coffee shop had definitely had that memo um, that I was, uh, you know, a psycho and I was crazy and I was a horrible person and all the rest of it. And that was awful. But actually... It did help me because I was with Emma and, you know, it was it was good. It built my confidence back up. It started to. But, yeah, it absolutely crushed me. And then that would affect how I showed up with my family, how I showed up with my kid. 
you know, if I, I was feeling anxious and nervous and scared of going to certain places and worried about what would people think I wasn't able to do my work properly, it affected my income, everything. Gossip can ruin lives. It absolutely. <clears throat> and that was just a general um, smear campaign about me. It wasn't anything super specific, but I can imagine if it was something super specific like so-and-so stole £20 from the till or so-and-so had an affair or anything like that, that 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 character defamation, that would that could really, really ruin people. And depends on how you are as well, I would say, in terms of how it affects you. This happened to me at a time in my life when I wasn't very resilient and it affected me probably more because of that. Um, and it's all very well saying, oh, well, the people who listen to the gossip aren't your people and all of that. Generally speaking, I can take that and say, yeah, you're right. Doesn't matter. They're not in my circle. I'm not bothered what they believe. But actually, at a time when I was very low on resilience, it really affected me. What would you say? I think we've got two types of people. Well, we've got various types of people. That was stupid. But we've got potentially two types of people that might be listening to this. Two point of views. I think I've gossiped about someone. I'm hearing the impact it's had on you, Kate, and I feel really bad. Could be the first person. And the second person could be, I've been gossiped about. It's currently happened to me or has recently happened. Can you give me some tips for bouncing back? So can we go back to the first one? Mm -hmm. I think I've been gossiping. I've listened to what you've had to say and now I feel really guilty. Well, I would say we all do stuff that we're not proud of and I'm a great believer in that when you know better, you do better. So perhaps if you have done stuff in the past that you don't feel great about, now is the time to draw a line and be more aware and be more conscious and also accept that in the past you may not have had this awareness, you may not have ever heard anyone talk about how damaging it is. You've probably thought it was pretty harmless and you know it might have been harmless and don't beat yourself up too much about it but you've got the option now to stop doing it and to stop engaging in it if other people are doing it stop engaging in it. you don't have to be arsy about that or difficult but you can make your excuses and sidestep it or you can gently change the conversation or you can just say oh that's not my experience of that person or uh, sometimes you can put your hand up and say actually I'll stop you there because I know that person and I'm quite good friends with them. And that would be what I would call a living amends in terms of on a daily basis or as and when it happens, adjusting your behaviour mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis and the way you engage with people and living that actual change every day. Another thing you could do is actually make amends to a person that you might have harmed in the past. Um if it's not going to harm them, you can actually go and say and, and kind of admit what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um if you were going to harm them and drag up more things from the past, I would say not to. But that's things I have done. I've made a lot of living amends daily, but also I think I'd had a thing with you about 12 months ago where I felt I'd ruined a night out you'd had. Right. Uh, well, I, I did. And I owned up to it. And it was really important that, that I did that. Um, and I think if someone's going to come to you with an incident and say, look, I've messed up. I said something I shouldn't have or I engaged in this, or I did this, and I don't feel good about it, and I've messed up, you've got the opportunity to receive that graciously or not. And I hope that when you said that to me, that I was gracious about it, because I didn't want to make... I know it takes a lot to... It's an apology, and it takes a lot to do that. 
and you've got the option if you're the receiver of that to either make that person feel shit and small and make mm. them squirm or you could be more conscious and you could think well it's taken a lot for them to do that and you could hold that space and say okay thank you for telling me and sometimes as well when you get into a place of apologizing i like to do it where i don't necessarily expect anything or hope for anything back mm -hmm. and i might say if there's anything i can do to make this up to you please let me know after you've thought about it but don't set yourself up for an immediate i forgive you sort of immediate reaction because sometimes you don't get it but you were very gracious the other thing um if we can backtrack a little bit what to the person who might be listening who feels they're currently being gossiped about or has recently had that issue how do you bounce back from that um well for me it was um processing it understanding that the person who's doing the gossiping is actually a very broken person in my situation and that they were doing it themselves to get some um ego points some they were very stuck in in victim mentality and they were running the poor me thing to get lots of sympathy from people and understanding that that's not a good place for them to be and that actually feel, have some compassion for them really um and then other than that it was just really about building myself back up and i had counseling actually it was that bad um not with emma but emma was a good support but i did get proper counseling i don't not that she's not a proper counselor but she wouldn't be proper counseling me <laughs> i couldn't do it anyway because she's so um she's very strict on guidelines and she she said i can be your friend and i can support you but you need a, a counselor um so i had counseling i got some perspective on it and i realized that it definitely wasn't me and what they were saying wasn't true and then i just started to build myself up gradually things like going to the coffee shop with you mm. and just um, comfort zone sort of things a little bit yeah it really ruined my uh, driving as well i forgot mm. to say that i was a very anxious driver because of it mm -hmm. um i don't know why it came out there but then just i, I had to build on that as well mm -hmm. so what would you say if you've got any other tips for people who feel like they're being victimized or gossiped about i think tell somebody and it's very difficult because sometimes the people you would tell would be the people involved in because friends can gossip mm -hmm. and, you, and you might have lost a friend um but tell somebody i'm a massive fan of the samaritans i was talking about the samaritans the other week um I can't remember the exact situation, but I'd said to somebody, oh, I wonder if you, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't feel that bad. Mm. But, you, you know, you don't, the Samaritans are fantastic. You they don't do have to be at the end of your rope to, Absolutely. to ring them. And sometimes, you know, some, some of the sessions I do with people when I'm on call, the minimum amount of time starts at 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes somebody can let out so much in 20 minutes and just feel the relief so think about the different ways that you can let somebody know what's going on. You might feel disappointed, betrayed. You might have lost friends. Connect, tell somebody how you're feeling. That would be my mm. biggest tip. And I think as well, the other thing is, my situation was pretty extreme and grim. But even small bits of gossip, it, de it depends on who you are and what stuff means to you. So sometimes people say, oh, well, it's not big stuff. Actually, if it's bothering you, it is big stuff and it is relevant. So, you know, it's important to own that. And I think most of the time we won't know we're being gossiped about. So perhaps the biggest thing sits on our shoulders now as to whether we engage in gossip or fuel gossip in the future. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's probably drawing the line under it. Yeah. And that's just about conscious communication, isn't it? Like you said, if that person was standing beside you and they could overhear what you were saying... Would you like would them you, to? Yeah. Would you, would you like them to hear it? So, you know, instead of instead of delivering information in a really unconscious, toxic way, is there a different way that you can say it if you want to impart information to someone about a relationship breaking down, about someone being made redundant, about a job, about whatever it is. You don't need to be toxic when you talk about it. Or it might just be none of your damn business to start with. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I said to Kate, whatever anyone thinks about me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's a that, that's a really easy way to kind of label it and not... You know, but I don't want people to talk... I would feel horrible if I thought people were talking badly of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't feel nice. It's got a Nicky vibe. And I think if we can all just work on ourselves and be really mindful and double-check before we say anything... Then and we're winning. Winning, absolutely. I feel like we've covered everything on that little list. I think piece. we have covered everything. So thank you for that. The take-homes are don't gossip and don't listen to the gossip. <laughs> um, sidestep Don't jump can. on the gossip train. It's yeah. shit, man. Yeah. It just keeps going round Get and off round. the gossip bus. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. Well, it's goodbye from Emma T. And goodbye from me. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>